Bro, everybody said it was only a matter of time, so... Oh, that's what I we all said. Was... There's yeah. probably a specific clip of me saying it on this podcast that someone could yep. grab right now. Someone find it. <laughs> Bro, I, I remember before Summit 3 even happened, I was like, all right, all right, Beast Coast, like, you should pick this guy up. He's 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 about to pop off. Like, now is the time to strike. Then Spargo did, like, super well at Summit 3. I... I mean, at this point, Spargo is still not sponsored, but I, I think we're just waiting for the announcement at this point. I think that's yeah. like fair speculation, right? Uh, obviously, has the results. Nike. But I thought it was, I thought it was very poetic that he won like his ultimate or Smash Ultimate Summit three was his breakout, and then he won four. So that was super sick. And he did hey. it with mostly Cloud. Yes. I, I yeah. He went what ages one set? I believe so. Yeah. That's crazy amazing amazing stuff and even uh he won the g4 event and i asked him like how he practices and stuff he's like yeah i uh you know obviously he plays a lot of wi-fi he's like i study vods i used to watch a lot like even before he was like where he's at now he's like i used to watch a lot of like leo tweak like watch how they play study 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 like watch all of his losses and stuff like that i'm like dang it's crazy that he's 16 and he's doing all of this. I say like, that a lot about Spargo. I think some of his best traits as a player are something you would expect from a mature adult. And I think that's the scariest thing about Spargo. Very calm, very collected, very patient. And it's like, so when Spargo's like a grown man, like this is going to be like really difficult to beat because I feel like a lot of his best traits aren't like... For example, when like like me, like when I was younger, like I wasn't playing like that. I was just playing really fast and crazy and like a lot of the other stuff came afterwards, but I feel like Spargo already plays like so mature, if that makes sense. Oh, it's sure. Actually like terrifying. Yeah. Insane decision making for sure. Yeah, like, like I, he's I've got the hard Spargo stuff out of the way younger. at like sixteen years old, is all I gotta say. He definitely got the uh the young man decision making out of the way like really early just like yeah. some of that younger like i'm going for like the hawaii combo like you know suicide like i like it's all or nothing with this one forward air i've seen spargo for that so many times when he was like 12 13 years old you know what i mean like in smash 4 and even like early ultimate um he definitely got that out of his system fairly early and yeah. now he's like now he's like 16 he's playing with like a very mature sense of decision making and stuff like that but he's only 16 so yeah he's the easiest comparison he studies he studies the game like you usually don't get that from like younger players younger players are usually like doesn't matter like it's like very ego driven and it's just like i'm just i i'm just the better player i'm just gonna play a lot and that that's all that matters but Bro. he's like studying the game <laughs> yeah somebody yeah. told me he um like after he lost a chag or something i don't know if this is true but somebody said he wrote a forty-one-page document on that, <laughs> like that. I did hear about this. Five. I did hear about this. Oh, you also heard about it. Okay, forty-one. I don't know if it's true. Well, but I mean, why would it not be double space? Hold up. What's yeah, yeah. What type of Hold is it? MLA no, format? What's the deal here? <laughs> Wait, look how he got to forty, and he was like, "I need one more. Like this is not enough. Like forty is not enough. I need to do better." But to his credit, he did three-one chag in the final bracket, and that run back. The run back in the final bracket, he had to beat Leo and he had to beat Light, who were two people who denied him major wins before in the past, which is yeah. insanely hard. Even from winners, like beating Light twice, it's insanely, insanely hard to do. Like it's just and, and beating Leo, obviously, always Leo. Like it's just always gonna be him. Um, but yeah, he it's not like it's not like his first win 
was just like, oh, he didn't have to beat Leo. Oh, he didn't have to beat Light again. He didn't have to beat these players. He did it, man. And he yeah. did it mostly Cloud, which was amazing. I think we've all said that too, though. It's like Pyramithra might be the stronger character or whatever, but Ultimate is the game to do this in. Ultimate is the game to be like, I love this character. They fit in. I love Charles's definition of it. They are good enough to win a major, and there's a large amount of characters that fit into that bracket. They're good enough. I'm going to do it. So I loved it, man. Yeah. It was a great tournament overall. Very, very entertaining. Very, very... Congrats. And congrats. And I feel like we say this after every major, but the play is just getting better and better and better and better. And it's just insane how quickly everyone is moving now. The punish games are ridiculous. Edge guarding looks calculated and like almost, <laughs> I don't say per perfected, but like it's getting to that point. Like it's getting crazy how, how mechanical things are getting, which is awesome. Yeah, I think Ultimate Summit 4 was the highest gameplay we've ever seen um, from this game. By, a, by, by I, I won't say like a very large margin, but like a, a very noticeable margin. Um, I'm glad that we have players like Spargo kind of like pushing the envelope for all the other top players. I feel like there was like a little bit of stagnation in terms of just like, okay, like I'm all the way up here. I, I don't have to like play as much, right? And even even like uh, for, for Light, Light does not play, like he does not grind Wi-Fi. So the only time he's playing the game is offline. So even for the amount of like, time that light has recently put in the game to get second is like pretty crazy yeah. i think light has uh uh leveled up a lot in the past year and and i i think neutral glass cannons are this is kind of like another topic i want to kind of bring up that's related to summit but how how far will we go to rate neutral gla glass cannons because neutral glass cannons i think they did a really good job in this game of balancing them as much as i downplay fox and all that stuff him being as light as he is is very justified because you shouldn't lose neutral that much with the character um you have like all the neutral tools to your disposal and but that only shows when the player playing it gets that good at neutral right so like we did not see these these kinds of results from light you know pre-quarantine right and he was actually kind of struggling pre-quarantine um and i think with players getting better i think characters like chic like fox where they're very it's very clear that they're neutral glass cannons. Like I think those characters are going to go higher and higher, maybe in terms of results and even everyone's tier list, because the player skill that like matches with neutral is finally like they can, it can be applied to the character, right? Wow, interesting. Mm, Charles, Charles is real brave now that there's no patches anymore, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Speaking I'm done. Like it, I don't have to downplay Fox anymore. <laughs> uh, when patches are live, oh, for sure I'm downplaying Fox. What the heck? You got it, man. Look at how MK Leo tweets about his characters. Like, you got to downplay your characters <laughs> on social media or they're going to get nerfed. Of course you got to do My that. My mistake. You, My mistake. You think it's a coincidence that Leo played Sonic and Bayonetta at the, the Ultimate Invitational? Of course not. You want those characters oh, to get jammed. We don't want to deal with that shit. Smart man. Leo's goaded for that, by the way. Thank he you. Is, Wait, yeah. whoa! Look at Sonic, dude. Thank we had you, to go. Someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. He didn't do a good enough job though with Sonic, man. So, you said she going I up. I said she. No, she. Yeah. He said she. You said she. Fifty percent chance. Well, well, well. and Fox, uh, huh? I, it, it's it's just it's it. I'm not saying like it's factual or whatever. I'm just saying this is this is a topic that I think it we're like seeing evolve. And obviously, if you put Inkling high on your tier list, you put Sheik or Fox, you put these neutral glass cannons high on your tier list. That's what you value, right? And I my my tier list is personally like I try to make it a mix of like 
near future potential and like what the game is currently at that's how i view my tier list i don't view the tier list as like if we are all robots and we play perfectly like this is the tier list right so that's just how i personally view tier list but i think i think it is a topic worth like discussing because it is something we're seeing right i think cloud is also a really good character in neutral as well right like a yeah. I, I i don't i won't go as far as saying a neutral glass cannon but like when you lose neutral with the character it's very hurtful because you can die at like 50 you know off stage or whatever but you have amazing neutral tools and like your shield is really strong cloud definitely has one of the stronger oh. neutrals because you can play out of shield and your out of shield not, is not only fast it has a lot of range and it hits very low i i, I would like to argue that cloud has one of the better out of shields in this oh, game. yeah for sure. oh yeah free 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 yeah. free yeah um i was gonna say someone someone in chat pointed out that it wasn't just Spargo, it, he had the help of Mewtwo King to write that forty-one page uh, paper, which yeah. that track now now it makes sense. Yep, never mind. All right, we believe you. Yep, everything checks on. out. Everything checks so, out. Yep, all right, never mind. Yep, we're done questioning that yeah. one. We're moving on for sure. But I thought it was. I see Coney in the chat too, and he brought up something cool about the summit format, kind of moving away from Spargo and more about character selection and stuff. But there were two like real character specialists, um, base mage and, and elegant. Well, I mean, everyone's a character specialist, but of, of uncommon characters Ludo, Ludo. in those brackets, yeah. Oh, Wario's Wario's not that uncommon. Well, like yeah. we're, I don't know if you're Sorry. talking solo main or what, but I didn't do a good job describing. It. <laughs> yeah, no, like, you're fine. Uh, uncommon characters, basically, okay, okay, is what okay. I mean. It, which I'd say Luigi and Puff pretty far down there, right? And and they get good results, and a lot of that was. And Coney pointed this out on the couch when base mage was um, playing, but it was like people summit. We don't talk about this enough about how the summit bracket format is very, very, very different than an open bracket format. People know weeks, months in advance that they might be playing you or might not. Uh, if I go to a bracket right now, I can play any character in my round one pool. I have no idea who it is or what it is, but yeah. you know those pools so far in advance. Not just that, specifically the players, how they play, how good they might be at that matchup. You can find VODs, all this other stuff. And the stakes are super high, obviously, because the price price pool is so big viewership is high all that good stuff so it was interesting for me to see and elegant really brought it back uh on the second day or sorry third day because he was getting bounced around a lot in those first couple of rounds it looked awful i was like luigi is terrible again like this looks terrible then i don't know what he did um but he woke up a little bit and it changed and i think a part of that was mentally getting ready to fight luigi if you don't think about it a lot is super stressful you know what i mean like, who i'd play next what's oh, elegant yeah. shit like i better not get grabbed i better not get this i better not let this happen all that stuff i need to get ready how do i edge guard luigi i haven't thought about that in two months like this is crazy but when you have all the time to think about it, it gets a lot easier but i i don't know i thought it was i thought that was a good point to bring up and i also thought it was really impressive about elegant and base mage both bounce back from yes. kind of underwhelming performances day one and day two and it was kind of like are they kind of getting by by lack of character knowledge? Like, what's the deal here? But I love seeing the bounce back on day three. That was super sick. Yeah, I was talking with Coney kind of on, like, in the living room area, like, just chilling, watching the sets. And Coney was like, yeah, you need to do your homework against, like, because we were watching Base Mage. And, like, if, the, if these players aren't ready, like, it's going to not go well. And I made a joke saying, like, oh, like, I got lucky that I played Base Mage at poor priority because, like, especially considering base mage was in my pool like i knew that i had to be really scared and he was like one of the opponents i was the most scared of going into summit despite it being jigglypuff and everything because uh you know i already had a really clo close call yeah he said base mage is a homework assignment and port priority was like my extra credit like i got super lucky uh especially because you didn't loot you should have lost the exactly exactly yep, exactly yep. i got super like, that was super fortunate, and I felt like I was more prepared than probably a lot of people. 
because of that. Get, like just sometimes mentally too. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take the one time I get lucky ever. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hold on to those. You yeah, know? yeah, I'll take it. But yeah, I mean, because it, it, essentially you fighting him at port party was like you not doing your homework and then just getting side blinded and it was like, yes. oh shit, right? And then like when you do do your homework versus, you know, a character that is like mid-tier or whatever, right? I, I don't want to go into like super far talking about how jig how strong Jigglypuff is, but obviously Jigglypuff is good enough to hang with some of the best players in the world. Yeah. So that was super quick to watch, right? Um, I think even Base Mage's opinion on the character was like, thinks. Jigs is like somewhere between like 30 or 35 through 40, somewhere in that like mid-ish yeah. area, middle of the pack, but has like some really good top tier matchups depending, right? Like it, it just depends. Yeah. So that was, and, and that that's coming from like probably the most knowledgeable person of the character in the planet, right? So for sure. that was super sick to see. And like, even for you after doing your homework, it looked pretty solid in like Diddy's favor or your favor. Throughout yeah. The set. And, yeah. I agree. I think the one of the coolest things about base mage is how how solid the flowchart in the game plan is. You know what I mean? Like base mage like knows what to do every time they get a hit. You know what I mean? Like it's actually ridiculous how like it looks like you're watching like a like a solid ass character. Like yeah, when I get this hit, even if it's a little awkward, I do this. Like you know what I mean? Like it felt like the more I watched base mage play, the more like I'm getting a feel for Jigglypuff myself. Like. I like the game plans were just so solid that I was like, yeah, like this could be a stock if you like execute properly. And that that's kind of crazy. It was kind of fun to watch from from that perspective. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool because like watching base major over the weekend, I could actually see him improving as time went on. Because as you talked about, base mage does have like a really solid flow chart. But like it felt like once people kind of did their homework, like I were talking about, and like figured out the flow chart a little bit, he started struggling a little bit more. But then, like later in the weekend, I was like, he wasn't doing that before. That's new. Like his like his flow chart was expanding a little bit more, and he was like making more adaptations instead of like going like, oh, this is strong, so I should just do this. Like this is part of my game plan. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna come up with a new option out of nowhere. Like that's really cool to see. So I think it was really helpful for him as well. Um, to see him like improving over the weekend because it, it sucks when you play like a lower tier character and people kind of like figure out your flow chart right and then you're just like done like, like yeah, that like, was it that was all my hard work yeah that's my bag of tricks shit the gig is up like <laughs> well all right you got the matchup this is not a thing i wanted to do yep uh yeah base mage two top eight finish right fifth seventh yeah, seven. Like I think yeah, uh, really good. elegant and base mage got seventh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, another. I I do want to talk about. You know, we talked about Spargo. I do want to talk about Japan. Um, I was about I'm to say we should talk glad. about Light and Proto next. Yeah, yeah. I and like it. It for me, I was really sad that T got thirteenth. Um, it's I think. Yeah. I think T actually had a very strong, like I think T was in a very strong position to get first place i think the main play I, it, it would have still been hard but still possible i think the main players he wanted to avoid was spargo uh for sure and then leo and then he had to like he ran into both of them like that right if i'm not mistaken or was that the buzz the buzz for sure ran into both of them um the mm, buzz played um leo into and proto. wait into proto into, into proto. proto yeah i think i think uh I think T actually fought both. I don't, I don't know when. I think I think he fought Spargo in pools. But it's it's like this bracket. Okay, another thing I like yeah, lately want to talk about Goblin BT, is the bracket loser's round one. 
Right. Oh, goblin. Like, sure, sure, sure. The the bracket format too. It's like you almost want to fight players you don't want to fight in pools because if you lose to them, it like matters, but it doesn't matter, right? It like it matters, but it doesn't like I'm in losers bracket matter. So if you get all of the like your hard matchups in pools, you're that's kind of a high roll for you, right? And then you just like bring it back in gauntlet. We saw tweak and Leo kind of like do that, right? Where it's like they didn't perform well in pools, but they brought it back in gauntlet and they're still in winners bracket, right? So I mean, just something to kind of side note. I don't think there's like a flaw in it, but like there, it is in a sense where it's like, oh, you you want the bad matchups in your opening pool, right? Or like the players you want to avoid, and because essentially they try to avoid putting you against those same players in the gauntlet. But yeah, T, man, I, I I like I said, I really thought he was gonna you know, had a chance to take the whole thing at least top five, top three finish. Um, that's what I was predicting. I also like. Just because the main players you want to avoid Spargo, I think he had a really good matchup in everything else. I think Spargo's character pool kind of like destroys his because you have a fighting game character, Kazuya, and then you have Pac-Man, and then I think they both like lose the cloud. So that's kind of rough. Uh, but, you know, T did get 13th, but Proto showed up, which was great because I feel like on the first couple of days of competition, Proto was like looking really shaky. The reverse 3-0 from Fatality. Yep. Like there was so many like... I was like watching, I was like, wait, what? why are we... Like, just bear. Just do the bear. Right? But it, it's way harder. Like, when you're watching, it's way easier to be like, why didn't you just play perfect? Right? There's a bunch of nerves. There's a lot. There's a lot on the line, obviously. And Falcon is a character that can kind of thrive off of the fear. Right? So, I, Fatality still did a really good job. But Proto really brought it back on the last day. Yeah. I uh, I wanted to talk about... I kind of want to talk about Light and Proto. I think what really helped out Light with having a good chance of winning the entire thing was getting through Meister because that was so pivotal. The set record is, is so in Meister's favor and the matchup is like generally agreed that like it looks really hard. Like you can just see how hard it looks, but I think light has won twice in a row now. Yep. Which is the last two fucking times insane. Played. Like props. That's like the biggest thing I want to give props to light for because that was round one of winner's bracket on Sunday. Right. And like, then his bracket was looking much cleaner for him in terms of yeah. like chances of winning and winning and winning. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so that was really impressive to see because it was like, yeah, like you got to make it through this one set and then like you're golden. Like you can kind of play like yourself after that. So it's cool because I think the set record is now like seven, two or something similar like that. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Um, it- and I think too, it's like not only is it a bad character matchup, and I think this goes hand in hand, but it's a it's a player style matchup that's really really rough. Light cannot. That's what he loves. He loves to rush you down. He likes to get make you uncomfortable, pressure your shield, hit the grabs, like do everything he needs to do. Meister doesn't care about that because he has upbeat. It just doesn't yeah. matter. Like he Meister is anti pressure. Uh, Game of Watch too, obviously anti pressure, anti all this stuff. Like you can't cross him up. It doesn't matter how fancy. That's what like. Light wants to cross you up. He wants to, you know, add one mixtape you. That's what you, and Meister's like, I don't care. I don't fall for any of that shit. And so Light, to his credit, played exactly how you need to in that matchup. He played lame, which you got to do, which is totally fine. Sometimes it's, you can't do that every single time. I don't care if you're Light. Hesitated, went to the gun a bunch, which was super sick. Played amazing, man. He did. And the thing that's always, I find, very mentally relieving about fighting against Game & Watch, as frustrating as he can be to fight for a rushdown or like a pressure-type character, he dies so early. He just died. Like, he's, even if he combo, well, 
Fox also dies early and he gets edge guarded very easily, which I know Charles, you're probably going to bring up, but it's also very scary for Fox in that regard. Yeah. But anyway, it's always with, with him. It's like, all right, well he's at narrow up smash percentage. Like now, you know, at like 50, 60, it's like, he, he might die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Well, like one, one of like the biggest adaptations that light has made over, over the, like the past is one he's given up trying to ledge trap game of watch like he just he just lets it go like he doesn't want to take the risk of getting like you know near near on stage because that's what what game watches do they do the narrow stage they do 70 million percent whatever and it's probably like three big adaptations the second one is he's actually more committed to recovering high because realistically, Game of Watch is not going to hit you with anything out of the air that's going to kill you below like one six. Yeah, like take just take certain L's to guarantee survival. I feel like right, he does right, that right, a right. lot in general right. now, but he also like, mm-hmm. but it's to the point where now you kind of hesitate if he's going to do it or not, and he's like mm-hmm. really good at baiting yeah. it now. Yep. I think yep. I noticed that when I was playing with Light, I had a really hard time. Like I would get baited a lot by like you yep. know the rising forward air or like the side here, uh-huh. like some sort of air dodge mix up like. Yeah, that was very impressive. I think that's a really good point. And the the last thing is, and it kind of goes hand in hand, is he's just not, he's okay with, like, taking the grab or whatever. He's okay with, like, taking an air. Because realistically, Game of Watch can't kill you unless you, like, run into one of his smash attacks or you get edge guarded. Like, those are, like, the two ways Game of Watch generally kills you. He doesn't really have, like, forward-facing aerials that are gonna just, like, you're gonna slap you, right? And he doesn't, his dash attack isn't gonna kill you, like, he has to either, you have to run into a smash attack or get edge guarded. So he's just like, you know what? It's fine. I'm gonna live till 160, 170. I'll take the stupid Game of Watch combo that puts me at 80 or 90, and then we'll play, like, basically I start my stock at 90%, and yeah. that's fine. And yeah. like, I feel like when you when you accept that, like, as, as characters, um that have to like interact with game watch a lot it gets a lot easier to fight him because you're like all right well i mean whatever like this is the game watch tax let's just keep it moving yeah yeah i think uh just to put it in a little bit more perspective as well the main reason why game watch is one of fox's bad matchups fox is a character that forces you to guess in a lot of scenarios right um a lot of it is vertical pressure falling down on nair on block after that after you block the nair it's like is he going to go into the jab is he going to just jump to set up another scenario right a lot of falling arrows on block are the reason why and the range of dash attack so range of dash attack and then you know the other falling arrows on block all these situations fox forces you to start rolling some dice and it's very fucking irritating game watch does not have to respect that because Every time Game Watch sees Fox above him, he doesn't have to guess. He can just press up B. Up B is intangible on startup, so you don't even have to wait for Fox to hit your shield. But if he does hit your shield, it's okay because you can up B. Yeah. Anyway. So you, you have the option to reactively up B, preemptively up B on reaction to him being above you, and then you know grab doesn't do that much damage. Now, Light is going to continuously grab him, but then the spot dodge mix-up comes in. So now all of a sudden, Fox is forced to guess. Fox is forced to guess with grab. When you force Fox to guess... All of a sudden, this is a really, like, that's what Fox does to you. Now, Game Watch is forcing Fox to guess with grab. And every time Light goes for a grab, he can get 10%. Or Meister can spot dodge it and up smash him and kill him. Right? So, like, in terms of risk-reward, it's heavily in favor of uh, Game Watch. And Light, and I think this is something Light has gotten really good at, too. He, he ledge traps for damage, but in a lot of matchups, he doesn't even try to try to ledge trap for the kill anymore. He, he knows that... Back air on block is a better, more consistent win condition than 
trying to ledge trap with Fox for a KO. Ledge trapping with Fox for a KO is like you have to hit really hard shit, like up smash on reaction to normal get up. You have a one frame window if they normal get up shield. Like you're insane if you hit that. But like that's one of the ones, right? Uh, but you have to be in a very specific um, situation and another thing to note about fox's risk reward in general is a lot of characters have a lot of ledge reversals right ledge drop double jump aerial or some kind of ledge reversals it is not worth it in any way shape or form to get caught up by that and put off stage as fox because you can literally die at 50 and i'm like you know what i'm saying so because of that threat you see light for the ko just kind of like sit back by roll and just take the corner situation because that situation's way more consistent even though the back air sometimes kills like 130 140 because you've staled it out so much that's still okay because you just can't keep rinse and repeating that scenario and you'll eventually get the backer or you'll eventually call out the jump out of the corner right like the corner situation for the ko is way better than the ledge trap situation for fox and that like that's just general fox meta stuff but i, I think light played that really well he played that aspect really well he didn't let himself get reversed, and he played the neutral really clean the laser was like a huge part because every time Game Watch takes laser hits, like he's so light, it, it matters. Yes. And if he buckets it, it doesn't matter. Like, late bucket, late lasered bucket doesn't Honestly, matter. Honestly, I would say Light did that in like a lot of sets, or at least he also did that when he would play worse me. Whenever it was mm -hmm. like a an iffy window, or if he like wants to put you into Nair up smash per set, he would be like, all right, I'm done fighting for a little bit. I just want like a couple lasers, and then I'm coming back in for the neutral kind of thing. Like, I would yeah. notice like, I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm dead soon because he's lasering a lot. Like he, <laughs> <laughs> you get one hand light. No, you're gonna up smash me. Oh, now he knows. Yeah, now he knows. Um, I saw Charles do that against Leo too. He did the, you know, the runaway laser. Yeah, you know, the turn around, like dash away, turn around. I saw you do it against Leo too, dude. I saw you. Y'all, <laughs> y'all told me y'all were rushed out. What the heck? Everyone thought I was crazy when I was like, we're giving Leo six stocks. I was like, you guys realize we're not going to like take a stock. The uh, one person that took a stock did a suicide fair. Like Leo was like, you don't fare here because you just die. And like, it's the equivalent. I don't know if you guys seen my um, Twitter where I tweeted like the, uh, the, the Ganondorf diddle versus Void, where I just like go for the suicide down air, but I lose anyway. Right. And it's like, why would you like, we had to do that shit to Leo to get a stock. So it's like, did we really take a stock? Absolutely not. I was crazy not. Yeah. giving him. I was like, if we give him three stocks, that's already too much. Like we are. Yeah. You, I, I I was like, do you guys understand the, the gap here? Like honestly, the best it. player in the world. I want to say I think it's impressive, even for Leo, that he only lost one stock. I think that's fucking impressive. I thought Phil had him honestly. <laughs> Said Phil hurt. He said it Phil first. I was like, they're trying to end this right away. Shit. Oh um, my God. They, uh, dude, I don't so think cool. I don't think I, I would have. Like, I was like, "You're gonna cheese the best player in the world." Like, like, that's that's why work. you're coming into this. I don't think I would have done that well. Like that's that's like my perspective. I feel like like I wouldn't have lost only one stock. You know what I mean? Like I just I I'm impressed even with Leo. It, like I that's kind of fucking insane. When you did the math, the expectation was that each of you would take one stock with your three, which is fucking insane. Like, there's just, just no way. Yeah. And, and then you factor in, there's obviously at least one person who definitely was not going to take one, so that gets added onto someone else's workload. Like, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Not saying who. Just saying, someone definitely wasn't going to be taking Which also e -E. Yeah. puts into perspective y'all little Twitch chat monsters that be sitting there talking True. shit. You fucking casual ass players Ooh. sitting there, bro. It's so frustrating. Like, 
Oh, yeah. Like, you'll see Leo playing versus Light, and it's like, yo, these are top 10 players in the world. And, like, Light makes a mistake. And you're like, why would he do that? Why the fuck would you do that? And it's like, what? What the fuck? And then you see these commentators who played the game. Like, they are good at the game. I mean, the gap. The game that much show. The gap. <laughs> and then you think, I guarantee, if you, if, if, if these commentators played the majority of people that are shit, talking shit in Twitch chat, the commentators will wash them just like Leo washed y'all. It, it's so crazy to me. It's like, have you ever seen that show? It's This is like way off topic, kind of. But you ever seen that show that Brian Scalabrini had, which was like an NBA player? He was like one of the worst oh, NBA yeah. players. Yeah. And people would come on that show like, oh, yeah, bro, you are like 270th out of 280. You fucking trash. I could beat you. I, I could get beat fun. you and then... You just get absolutely shit on. You don't score a point. It's the same thing. Y'all talk shit on them commentators and get smoked. Y'all talk shit about light. Y'all definitely getting smoked. Jeez. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Twitch chat, you're trash at this game. Y'all are fucking terrible. You're, you're fucking y'all, we're going to lose our fucking viewers. <laughs> I think y'all are really good. You guys are really good at the game. I am also trash at this game, so it's, 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 okay. it's okay to be trash. It's okay. You know, you don't have to be like top ten at this game. It's all right. Yeah. So you play this for fun, yeah. you know. Don't, don't listen good. to them. Y'all are really, really good. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Actually, you know what? After after I saw some of the names and... in here, you're extremely talented individuals. Let's go. Yep. And... Just keep on trucking along. All right. You all definitely got that math problem right, and you were definitely all right about mafia without looking at who was who. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. You got it, Chad. You got it. You got it. I'll give insanely it up. Insanely talented. Insanely talented. For sure. All right. Let's talk about Proto. I'm actually... Oh, no. I had, a, like, specific things I wanted to say about Light. Other than the fact that Proto obviously did really well, I, I guess before we went live, we were also talking about how, like, Proto is really good at just, like, switching, like, seamlessly. Oh. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything specific you want to talk about. Um, I actually did play Proto a couple times in the event, which is cool. But honestly... I don't have too many specific things to mention other than the fact that congrats for doing so well. <laughs> he he had that same thing where it was just like elegant and base mage were terrible. Oh, not yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Not, not living up to expectations the first couple days and having a, an incredible day, especially him having the best day three out of all three of them, which you, you just love to see the adaptation and the turnaround. It's like, man, it's not, that's the coolest thing about summit too, that I'm realizing, especially after your run too, is where I really started to notice it. I'm like, it's cool that you can kind of get washed the first two days and it doesn't, it matters obviously, but it doesn't matter for, it's not all the marbles, obviously. So you love to see that. I love that people are talking about how good Lucina is again. She didn't go anywhere, obviously. Uh, still an amazing, amazing character, and he's the best with her. Like he just makes her look not even close. Makes her look fun, which is insane. Yeah, we've talked about it on the I... show before. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And Min Min is also still really good. See, ya. who would have known? <laughs> who would have known? One thing I want to ask Marcus, like pick What's your brain up? about, is the one thing that impressed me uh, for Proto's Min Min was uh, <clears throat> the the ram or yeah the ram ram usage uh just single throw out ram ram mm -hmm. and not throwing out the second arm using it with jump i just felt like it it felt it gave me like uh brawl falco double laser vibes of like i'm controlling this area and there's yeah. like nothing you can do about it you got to hold that shit and this yeah. shit is so hard like this shit is so hard to get through that you're like committing so many different options and mm -hmm. like all he 
like he was just throwing out single ram ram. There, there was a point where I think it was versus Gavin actually, where it's yep. like he did it like five or six times in a row without throwing out the second arm, and it was just like chip damage, chip damage, control when he was on the PS2 platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it and it like looked so simple, but I was like, he's there's he is definitely doing it in a certain way, and he's calling out so much things, and he's getting so much control through it mm-hmm. and i just have never seen a min min do that before mm-hmm. to that degree so yeah he's just his neutral just impressing what would uh, like what do you have to say as a min min main uh easily the most disciplined min min in the world um i think that when you're playing her it actually takes like a very large degree of discipline to not overcommit, to not throw out both arms because once you throw out both arms like that is there that is the opponent's window there is no mix-up there is no, yeah. like, you, you jump afterward or you just stay on the ground, but that is, like, the opponent's window to go, oh, hey, I can, like, take space back. If you throw out a single arm, the opponent's thinking, okay, is the second arm coming? This is definitely the time that the second arm's coming. Okay, it still hasn't come. I'm just going to go in because he's just never going to throw the second arm. And then, they you know, he throws the second arm because he sees, like, forward movement or something like that, right? So it's, like, built-in conditioning within the character but it all starts with the discipline of like not throwing your arm like your second arm too much right the thing that makes like um proto like excel crazy is that he does not care what's happening it's just like you know what i'm taking this space like no matter what i'm just gonna hold this space i'm gonna hold this area and i'll figure out what happens if they if they figure out how to get through I'll figure it out afterward. Like, he does a lot of rolls. He likes to do down tilt. Spot dodge down smash is a thing he was doing a lot. Um, but it was just really interesting to see, like... And, I mean, I've watched him for over a year because he's, like, one of the few people I study. So um, it was interesting just to see how well the discipline was working. In retrospect, um, it's also a lot easier. And this is something I say all the time. It's not like I don't... I'm not, like, trying to be mean or anything. but generally he plays min min on her best stages and min min in matchups that min min can do well in especially if it's on one of her best stages so um for example that game plan that he does with like the single hit ram ramp doesn't work against fox which is why when he played against light you know it's like really rough um hyper aggressive play styles it can be like with like really fast characters that can close the distance it can be kind of hard to employ that game plan because you can't just throw the arm and then, like, they'll just burst you down if you don't throw the second arm. So it's kind of like more of a guessing game on Mimmin's end, which makes it a little harder for him to, like, you know, consistently control that distance. But I think when he's, like, if he's playing in a matchup he's really comfortable in on, like, uh, a really good stage that he's, like, comfortable on, then, I mean, the character is, like, insane. But obviously she has her weaknesses here and there. But it was really good to see. I think his... um the way he does counter picks and stuff, like Lucina is a very good fit. I think there are a few good characters that you could play with Min Min, like Lucina, Wolf. Um, I think Cloud fits the bill. A few characters fit the bill where you can just, okay, they're taking me to this stage. I don't feel comfortable on this stage. I'm just going to go this character that's insane on this stage or does well into this matchup or in it is what it is. So it was cool. I always enjoy watching Proto. It's always a treat. So I'm glad that he performed because I was getting worried when he came to America and I was like, oh no, he got smoked by Cola. <laughs> oh man all right he's gonna smoke the summit oh man yeah like, oh. it was looking grim yeah, yeah i was like for a moment and again this is no shade but i was like is proto rain like if if you remember brawl rain oh no like, don't yeah you gotta you're gonna yeah. bring this up yeah you, you gotta so, you gotta for a moment okay so rain like we were like 
super, super excited because Rain was smoking everyone in Japan in Brawl. Like, everybody was getting smoked by Rain. And Rain, Rain was come so to, sick. Yep. And then Rain would come to America and it would have, he would, he would still do very well, but he would have a pretty rough time with some of America's top players. And I was hoping that that wasn't happening with Proto and it wasn't. So it's cool. And I know Once Japan Proto watches Proto. this so, sometimes. So I'd like, Clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Proto's uh, goaded. Fun fact. This podcast is more popular in Japan than it is in the yep. U.S. Yep. You, you know it's crazy. T. I, I was talking with T. And you know with the translator and stuff. I've been a huge uh, fan of T since Smash Four. I actually housed Dang. him for his uh, like the first tournament he came out and traveled to for Smash Four. Was that which was at the tail end? You know he he ended up winning the msm afterwards but it got second to like the re the tournament he got flown out to i mean he got second to elegant but dude he was doing crazy shit with pac-man and smash 4 and smash 4 pac-man was bad Ooh. like not a good character like when you z dropped with pac-man in smash 4 you did not get your item properties that's how like bad that character was so i mean i mean obviously a lot better now but yeah just talking with uh t and he mentioned tweak talks he's like yeah i love they, I they love mentioned it T Proto, they all mentioned it to me. It was great. Yeah, it's 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 super sick. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the t uh, just to kind of like my closing thoughts on Proto's performance. I think the things that st stuck out to me uh, with his Lucina was his edge guarding. I think his edge guarding with both his characters. He's probably one of the best players off stage. Um, his edge guarding with Lucina doing reverse up B was absolutely Bro, crazy. So cool. That last up B to back air. When you when you just run off fastball, beer versus up B, get the, the ledge grab hit, and then you combo and you comboed Leo into back air. 70, mm. 70%. Mm. That was some good <laughs> fucking smash, man. That is so I wanted like, to say something similar, like before I move on, was Proto has a flare in Smash that's unique to him with Lucina and Min Min, surprisingly, because Min Min is Min Min, but uh oh. <laughs> But he, he has that proto flair with both. And I think it's really great with those two characters because they're so solid in, in a lot of areas, like in neutral and whatnot. But then proto will randomly hit you with a flare that's like, that'll get like an early kill. Whether it's at his yeah. crazy edge guarding right. Charles was kind of mentioning what I wanted to mention. And I think that's really cool and unique to him where like the, create, the burst of creativity like will come out like a few times every set and it'll like, you know, really come in clutch for him when it comes to winning games. I think that's my favorite thing about Proto. You know, the way he eliminate the way he eliminated Leo is the a good example of that. Like he will he will like get some a crazy setup or do something really unique and it, it it's very consistent for him. Um but yeah. And then, uh, and then just to close it up, like his, his Min Min, I think his neutral, it was like outstanding with Min Min and then the offstage again. Like you usually see Min Min just go for two frames, but he is very down to run off, go for the Nair or like the Fair Bear, right? Like to me, that just was very standout from Proto. And like when you have such crazy discipline neutral, but then you have like the creative edge guards yeah, to go with yeah. that, like kind of like bouncing off a tweak. That is a very fucked up and dangerous combo. Like that is, like you, you're playing someone that has like that much consistency in neutral, so you just don't feel like they're gonna go that hard off stage. And like the way he does it is so smart too. So just phenomenal play all around. And then the the character switching was really cool. I think we, I mean, we are three years in ultimate. We haven't really seen that kind of strategy. So 
really cool for uh, Proto. I, I think his character pool is really well because Min Min wins matchups like very, very hard. And then you have like that all arounder Lucina to kind of like mitigate some of the bad matchups. And then you cover a broad amount of stages as well. So you can even just like go counter pick based off stages or you can just keep swapping it up to keep your opponent like on their toes. Yeah. I kind of yeah, wanted to maybe I... talk about my run at summit too maybe it's a good time to talk about that because we talked about like a lot of the top placers unless you had something you wanted to say has yeah i just wanted to say it's so impressive that you can take a character that is about as vanilla as you can get in smash like if you think who yeah. is the sortie in smash all right it's lucina like she's doesn't right. even have a tipper or nothing like that and he can make her look so godlike like yeah. just simply amazing so yeah, I just think that's so cool. And again, it comes down to like, the, in this game of Ultimate, you can pick characters that you like, and for the most part, you could do really well with them, like at certain levels. And I actually really like what you were saying, Pink, about how he only uses Min Min at specific stages. We got a rule set for a reason. Use it as much as you can. Like, that is brilliant to me. You were like, no shots or whatever. I was like, dude, to me, that makes me like him more. Like, that's smart as shit. Like, he's smart. waiting. It's, like, it's you, so you, smart. You ban stages for the Lucina, and you have to deal with the Min Min. It's like, well, I don't want to deal yep. with Min Min. It's like, damn, now you got to deal with Battlefield or whatever, you know, with with Lucina, whatever his playground, whatever it is. That's the way it should be too. You shouldn't. It's not just matchups, obviously. That's probably the most important thing with your two characters. But stage coverage is enormous too, and it's a whole other part, a whole other ball game um, when you think about stuff like that. But I do have to go in a little bit. It's probably the only thing I have to say. I have to dip early today. I got my six o'clock cutoff, but no worries. I will say before I go. A, I'll be at Collision this weekend. I'm super excited uh, for that. S-tier event. Uh, make sure you watch it. Put on the one, the only RJ. Amazing TO in, New Jer- in North Boygan, New Jersey. So, Leo, Elegant, Cosmos, Meister, Spargo, Light, Tweak, Cola, Fatality, Chag, Quid, Zomba, Tilde, Jake. Tell me he's not going to make an upset. Goblin, Gluto. That's top 16. Sheesh. It's their top 32, whatever. It's top 16. Oh, Gluto? Sheesh. I didn't know Gluto was insane. going. Uh, holy shit this turn he's like so stacked like it's, it's insanely this stacked. sounds way harder than summit four like no troll and <laughs> i'll be on top eight for commentary i'm so excited I'm oh so that excited. sucks leave we don't like you thank you thank you uh wait what happened nothing i was saying thanks to charles what'd you say to me no what he said heck? you're the goat he said you're the goat Oh, sheesh. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I'm not clipping it right now. Let me see. Okay, hold on. Oh, snap. Track yeah, tech, hold technology. Up. Um, yeah, anyway, so I'm super excited, and I'm just excited to be traveling and commentating Smash again, man, and playing. I've been playing this week. Oh, good. snap. Good time. Oh, good time. I love playing, man. Well, I saw you guys against Leo. I was like, I got to get back on the sticks. What the heck? <laughs> what is you going you on here? Has would have took a stock. Has would have won. Has would have won. See him. I'll see him this weekend, dude. We can make it happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He starts with he starts like, with two stocks though, because they did take one. It's two stocks this of three. Good. This is good. Oh, true. Yeah, we got. I gotta finish it. I could take eighteen or whatever you left. What do you have? Thirty <laughs> stocks left. Whatever it was. Sheesh. But... If you could just like if if you could if you could take a stock and then deal damage afterwards, you're the you're the golden trash bag. Like you're the best commentator. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Golden <laughs> trash bag. The, the journey. It's like, not making Leo look cool. Trash bag. You know. All that glitters is gold, baby. You heard it here, Shrek, <laughs> and then you hear it here again. Uh, but yeah, I, no jokes. Yes, jokes aside, I, uh, I'm super excited. I love Jersey Smash scene. Is sick. Like. That top sixteen is not going to be as as projected. There's just a zero percent chance. That yeah, yeah, bro. Crazy you didn't even say quit. Did you say quit? He did. Quit he versus did. yeah, it's quit versus. Oh. Yeah, quit uh, game. Quit and Zamba are projected to go in losers. Gluto is seated to be in losers, but there's also a point where seating is like you're all seated to get ninth. So it's like some of you will be in losers and that, but whatever. <laughs> It'll be amazing. So I'm gonna dip, but yeah, uh, we'll be seeing you. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs>
<laughs> Cody in the chat, dude. Oh my god. I don't want to shit. talk about my experience because I don't really have too much else to say other than I did have a really fun time at Summit. I feel like the side events were really fun this time. Uh it was just a great time to be at Summit again. Um in terms of Smash, uh I was in Squad Strike, which was going great until I had to play T and then like I was just like this is so fucking. Insane. And then his his Pac Man just lined up with your Diddy every time. I'm like, bro, that wasn't he even is the problem. Every RPS. That was the, it was the Kazuya. Yeah, well, the Kazuya kind of. I, I heard you say that sucks when I said it was gonna be a top eight. By the way, I rewatched the clip. See, <laughs> dang. Uh, foolish. Because I wanted to hang out with him. That was that's why. Uh, so I was in Squad Strike. I think I got second in Squad Strike. Which is cool. Um, in terms of the actual bracket, a lot of people on Twitch chat were asking about characters, of course, because that's always the question, right? Um, yeah, I didn't think the Sephiroth was ready going into it. I was playing friendlies with everyone. I was getting destroyed by Light, um, and pretty much everyone else too. I tried to make it work in some of the matches. Didn't feel good at all. Uh, the wolf was kind of just like, you know, smash fundies. I wasn't doing anything crazy. And I feel like that kind of hurt me in the end as well. Uh, when it came to like closing it out, but you know, I also haven't been playing too much smash period going into summit. I was playing a lot of Arceus and I also haven't been super motivated. Uh, and the same goes for summit itself. I was definitely bouncing back and forth with like, at one point, I actually thought I wasn't feeling it at all. Like, I I, th I think I was talking to Marcus a little bit. Like, I actually thought that I wasn't feeling it at all. But there was windows where I was, like, kind of motivated. It was kind of going back and forth. Uh, deciding on characters made it uh, a little harder, too. Right now, I'm feeling okay going into Collision. I'm kind of motivated. Uh, I think I just need to figure some stuff out. I've been practicing every day since being back at Summit, which is good because I wasn't playing as much before um but yeah i think i was gonna play diddy kong honestly i was gonna like not really mention characters but might as well give the viewers want to know what, what they want to know i know playing diddy kong in every matchup isn't the best idea for someone who plays a lot of characters but i feel pretty not great if i'm playing someone that isn't diddy so i kind of just want to play diddy um other than that, uh, hopefully I can find some sort of rhythm or groove. I'm not feeling terrible, but I'm not. I'm kind of in this weird gray area where I'm just going through the motions, which it could be worse. But we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, do you guys want to talk about Collision? Anything else Summit related? Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about like Gluto too. You know, I think I was thinking can, that too. I think we can do Gluto's run into Collision, and I I think for you as well, like. I think Summit kind of caught you in a very awkward time in your character pool. You know what I mean? Where you're tr you're trying to make this one character work. I think it was good in a sense where you collected a lot of information, right? But at the cost of, you know, not placing as well as you wanted to. I think that was like the, the give and take. You, you kind of got to see your wolf and your Wario in action with minimal practice, right? Yeah. And then you got to see your Sephiroth in bracket or in friendlies with like very focused practice. In a sense, where like several of those probably your most played character before coming into Summit, right? Yeah. So and you wouldn't um, expect think, it because it never even won. Well, right, and I, I, I think 
at that point we're, we're we're starting to see like the inconsistencies of Sephiroth, right? Like Sephiroth can be good in like specific scenarios, but like overall, I think it's pretty hard to get his win cons online. And I think it's like it's like Sephiroth in any other Smash game, I think would have been fine, but Sephiroth in Ultimate specifically, it just feels very awkward and hard to make him work. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I think you gather a lot of information, and even you going forward, uh, just maining Diddy, I think is fine too, because I feel like a lot of sh- strategies for players is like, I have the one character I just want to main, and then like my pockets are revolved around that character, right? So I think for you, you even if you kind of go, you go to solo Diddy, and then from there you can really pinpoint the matchups you really want another character for, and see if there's another character that can fit all of those, because in my opinion, that's the best way to do it. You find one character, you find out the matchups you don't want to play, and then you try to find a secondary that covers all of those matchups, and you're fine. And it doesn't even have to be on paper stuff. As long as you feel like, oh, this matchup's bad enough for me to want to switch, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Like, that's the one. Because you can still win bad matchups in this game. Like, whenever I hear someone say, like, there's a bad matchup for a character, I'm like, is it enough to make you switch, though? Because that's the tipping point where it actually matters, right? And then I guess we, we can go on to Gluto. I, Gluto, I thought, leveled up tremendously. Yeah. And even in terms of, like, friendlies, everyone was talking about how Gluto was just yeah. shitting on everyone in friendlies. Um, I think it's so sick that Gluto was finally in an environment where he can just grind, like, post-quarantine, grind with a bunch of top players. Yeah, that's very important. Post-quarantine meta, right? Like, yeah. that was, that's so important for him. And I think it really showed in his results, too. And I think he's growing at a tremendously fast rate. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, always been a big issue for Gluto. Like, I've always heard Gluto mention how much he wants to just get more experience, whether it's yeah. player practice or matchups. And he took advantage of that. He was playing a lot this weekend, uh, and he was destroying everyone. Like, everyone's thing, like, it, you just heard whispers everywhere you went at Summit, like, yo, Gluto is, like, destroying this player. Or, like, I would be talking to a player, and they're like, yeah, I just play Gluto. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, it was... <laughs> It was great to hear for me because Gluco is like, you know, one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. So, you know, I'm just sitting there like, like, I know I'm supposed to sympathize with this top player that's talking to me right now, but like low key, I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) It it was great. Uh, And yeah, I, I, Wario is one of my favorite characters and it's great to have someone as talented as him, uh, try this hard to make it work. Because we all know how I feel about Wario. I think he's, like, not too meta. Uh, but Gluto... You think of Wario on paper, for sure. The on-paper yeah. outlook. I, I think the same way, too, by yeah. the way. But... but, yeah, like, shout to Gluto. Like, when he's playing well, it's amazing. I think he was really stressed during Summit, and it definitely showed a couple times where it was really crucial. Um, but, yeah, like, I can't wait to, you know, see him play, especially because... I didn't even know he's going to collision. I just expected he wasn't, but it's cool that he's going right right back into it. Like that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, collision's gonna be insane. <laughs> These projected top thirty-two matches for collision are brutal. Really? Wait, wait, Pink, did you have? Uh, did, did you want to say anything about Gluto before he's we go on, into collision? Uh, I don't think anything that's not already been said. I mean, you know, he's a great player. I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I think I think his I I I, I just I gotta say it, man. So his his waft usage like has evolved immensely. Yes. One thing I want Brawl Vines. Yeah, like he he's just like 
kind of spamming them out as fast as possible, it felt like, in certain matchups. Like, even if it's like, oh, okay, even if they DI the other way, I, like, I think getting the waft charging is very important because full waft's value is very low because of the nerfs. One thing I really want to see Gluto do is, like, you can up their shield, right? And, like, you know they're going to shield it. Like, it is 100% that they are shielding that, right? And go for the waft setup shield break. He does do it. He does shield. do it, but, like, every time he goes for it, it's, like, the one time they roll. It's so annoying. Like, I see. I As see. a Wario player, it's scary to go for the shield break um, because of the nerfs. It was much better of a block string before they added the three frames to half waft and full waft. And now right, it's just right. so much worse to go for the shield break because it's so much slower. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it, it was really just the way Gluto was changing up his gameplay. It was so sick to watch the adaptation. I, I, I love the different types of waft usage we're seeing from him, right? And. I just the the neutral in general felt really great. It you, it was very clear that he was trying to play more grounded too, which is super sick. So a lot of I feel like Gluto has improved in like a a bunch of different things, and he's like showing creativity in other aspects too. That's pretty much my closing statements on Gluto. Yeah. All right, let's talk about these top thirty-two qualifiers, Marcus for Collision. Bro, I get you in the top sixteen, bro. Some of the matches even before the top thirty-two matches are crazy, but okay. <laughs> Do you are you one of those people that don't look at your bracket? I don't, I don't care. I can skip you. It's okay. Right. So projected, these are before top sixteen. For so me, top thirty-two to get no for everyone. Oh, for everyone to get yeah to get into top sixteen, it is going to be Leo versus Fatality. Sheesh. Elegant versus Chag, which we just saw at Summit, right? We saw. Um, I, I. Yeah, we saw it. At okay. Summit. <laughs> Um, Cosmos versus Quid, which is gonna be spicy. Nice, because they're both like like Quid won less make big moves and Cosmos won glitch, right? So that's spicy. Cosmos hasn't really been to much, and neither is Quid. So that's that's spicy. That's spicy. Meister versus Zomba. Spargo versus Tilde. Ooh. Oh no, Light versus Jake. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah, I'm, start- I'm starting there. to think Light's Poor overrated, Fox. guys. What does everyone Poor think? Fox. I'm getting this like urge that like I think light's overrated now. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. I'm, I'm not side betting that he's getting into top eight. Yeah, I think. Sudden. Yeah, what round is that? <laughs> Damn, that's a, dude. I Steve does very well versus Fox in my opinion. Yes. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. And then Tweak versus Goblin and Cola versus Galudo. Oh my god, dude. You guys are rolling so low. <laughs> yeah. This tournament is like, crazy. Yeah, that's the that's not even quarters. Like, it's all Roy geez. for you this weekend, Tweak. That's fine. I I mean I'm it could be so much worse, don't worry. It could <laughs> yeah, be so yeah. much worse. Very true. <laughs> have you fought Goblin with Diddy yet? I have, but not like a yeah. whole set. Like kinda like one yeah. or two games. I can't I think Yeah, oh, you were you okay. were Wario. I think I went three different characters last time we played. I think I did Diddy Wolf and Wario. So. Yo, hear me out. You did beat him with K Rule. Just saying. One game. Just... One game. You, did... you beat you beat him with one game with K Rule. That's like the that's the most hype K Rule tournament match or game ever. <laughs> Brackets are crazy. Like Elegant might not even Elegant has to play Icy Mist. Oh man, R.I.P. Like all that's the all the higher seeds are getting really low rolls. Like. For their top 32 qualifiers, which is wild. What the? Quid has to play MVD? What the? MVD's going? 
this tournament's hard, bro. <laughs> this tournament is mad difficult. And it's the first PGR event, right? True. There's actually something. I, I think that's a very here. big reason why all of a sudden, like, I'm gonna I be just, way more nervous than I was at Summit. I'm not gonna probably. lie. Yeah, this this tournament is. Uh, I already am, I mean, but like now that like I'm learning more and more about it, like yeah, that's nerve wracking for sure. The most stacked tournament of the next PGR season because it's the only one, but like still. Yeah. It's. It, I mean, the fact that it's. I think that's why a lot of people are going because. Before I was looking at the collision lineup, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a pretty sick tournament. Then all of a sudden, it's like, boof, like ultra Bro. stack. Yeah, I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> oh, it's Ling, like that. What the heck? We didn't even mention Ling Ling, Big Boss, Riddles, Toast, Wadi, Leon, Sinji, oh. Peepnut, Syrup. <laughs> this, this is like one of those tournaments. Oh like, my god. You get top eight, you're goaded. That you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know how like mm -hmm. the Genesis type vibes, like yep. just getting top eight, you're like uh -huh. you're the fucking shits if you just get top eight. This yeah. is like gonna be one of those tournaments. Shout out to Man. Smash Brothers. Super yeah. Smash Brothers. Shout <laughs> out to Smash. Ooh, it's gonna be a <laughs> great event to watch. Can't wait to be in my And Jake's gonna be there, the curveball, the, the Steve. Like who's who did their Steve homework? Who Bird did their Steve there, homework? Too. I did, but I'll lose anyway. See ya. <laughs> oh. Alright. That's gone. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Today was a great episode. Yeah. I wanted we yeah, wanted to get this out of the way because yeah, there's yeah. a lot to talk about. And there's gonna be a lot to talk about next week too. We haven't talked about Smash Bros. Tour. For those who are watching Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you are, we will be talking about that, but we want to dedicate more time to it, considering it's going to be like, you know, you know, the Smash Bros. Tour is going to be like a long-running thing. While Collision is happening this weekend, so we had to talk about it. We had to talk about the Summit results, or at least, you know, stuff we found to be interesting. Um... So we'll be talking do about we, collision results and Smash World Tour next week, most likely. Do we um want to do a quick G4 TV event rundown? Like real quick. I you guys can talk about it. I don't know anything. The everything I learned about that was before we went live, so I didn't even know uh, who won. Sounds to Spargo, what the first. fuck? Spargo won <laughs> both. Jeez. <laughs> This kid yeah, is making money. money. First place got 10k. First place got 10k for that invitational. It was a day right after um Ultimate Smash Ultimate Summit 4. Uh second place was Larry. Larry was able to take out Leo. Leo did Leo did go corn in winners, but in losers it felt a lot more like Leo just bust out the Aegis. I I don't know if we saw the buy list. They finally let Larry out of the retirement home to play in some Smash. Yeah, Void, Void was also at the tournament. Void did go to um, O2 at the tournament. It was the first time he lost to a Rob in a long, long time. Yep. He wasn't a really big fan of the the stage rule set, but I mean that's a whole other topic yeah. that we can get into. Let's just say nine stages with. Well, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, we'll just get into it later about that. But um, but yeah, so that was that was pretty surprising. And then you know Spargo was just able to take the entire thing. So I wish there was uh, J Japan talent. Did Spargo well, play but... Leo. No, no, because no. because Larry beat him twice. It, yeah, Larry beat him in winners. Oh, Larry beat Larry Leo beat twice. Right. Yeah, got it. Dude, Leo went like Kazuya versus Big Boss. That was a pretty hype set. Um, yeah, Leo like, went Kazuya and then uh, Big Boss were like under fighting game characters. What? Yeah, like Ryu and yeah. I don't know. All right, dude, his electrics were pretty clean. I'm not gonna lie. Kazuya's like, not bad. Kind of okay. Okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, no, I, I've, the, the, yeah, the, the tournament was. What uh, characters still, like, did Larry beat Leo with? Falco and Wolf. Oh, just Wolf. both. Got it. Yeah. yeah. This Falco was losing to Corin, but his Wolf beat Corin. How did uh, Larry do versus Spargo? Game five. Game five. I thought. Shout out to Larry, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to fucking Larry. That's my go right there. That's true. He's a melee vet. He's a melee vet. Larry go way back. Yeah. <laughs> Larry go way, way back. The only game he wasn't PR'd in was 64. Crazy. He's trash. Toka was a, a pretty competitive region. <laughs> I know as of I know as of late we're like kind of a meme, but you know. Our 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 past, you know, pretty good track record. Pretty good track record. Alright. Well I guess that about wraps it up. Thank you everyone for watching. Today was episode thirty nine. We're getting close to forty. That's gonna Ooh. be cool. Bigger uh, number. Has and I will both be at Collision. So maybe something cool will come out of that. Maybe we'll do the Pokemon list thing that we've been talking about. All right. Oh, true. See ya. Wait, are we hosting anyone? Hosting Void? All right, all right, Void, all right. Or, yeah, I think Void's so live. Void. Live Arena. I'm, always a, I'm a huge Void fan. Say hi, Void. Hi, no Void. So- See ya. Hi, Void. Peace.